Our first lesson from the prophet Jeremiah. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause a righteous branch to spring up for David, and he shall execute judgment, justice, and righteousness in the land. In those days, Judah will be saved, and Jerusalem will dwell securely. And this is the name by which he will be called, the Lord our righteousness. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We write the Holy Gospel for this first Sunday in Advent from the from the Saint Luke chapter 21. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, "There will be signs in the sun and moon and stars, and on earth distress of nations in perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves." people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, straighten up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. And he spoke to them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they come out in leaf, You see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all has taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the cares of this life, And that day come upon you suddenly like a trap, for it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. But stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. In the back. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us pray. O Jesus Christ, do not delay, but hasten our salvation. We often tremble on our way in fear and tribulation. O hear and grant our fervent plea. Come, mighty judge, and set us free from death and every evil. Amen. One of the best things to know before you begin a task or before you set out on a trip is the goal, what you are aiming to accomplish or what destination you are supposed to arrive at. Because if you don't know those things, then the question becomes, what exactly are you doing? You could be hammering away furiously, you'd be cutting and gluing clamping and all sorts of things, but what are you cutting and gluing? You could drive thousands of miles, you could drive them fast or slow, but if you have no knowledge of where you are supposed to get to, then what advantage is it to you? If this is not known, how else could you end up anything but confused or lost? And our Lord does not want us confused or lost, so he speaks to us about the end. He speaks to us about the goal. 
about the destination he wants us to arrive at. And this is kind of the theme of the end of the church year, and it blends nicely into the season of Advent, because the goal, he states it for us, the goal, where we are headed, what the world is going towards is the coming of the Lord. The goal that Jesus states for us is to stand before the Son of Man at the time of His coming. That is what He wants for each and every one of you. Anything else is secondary. That's not to say it's unimportant, but it is to say it is secondary. Because Jesus loves you, He wants you to arrive at that point, so He tells you what you will encounter on the way, and as you see, it's not micromanaging. He tells us what we should be doing. He doesn't go into extreme detail telling us how each and every day and each and every decision should look. The advice He gives is broad, but given the import He places upon it, we should all take it to heart. And there will be signs and sun and moon and stars and on the earth distress of nations and perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Now these words can be taken straight up, that there will be signs in the sun and moon above us, as well as distress in the nations and the natural world around us, these kind of things have been in headlines for decades now. But the Scriptures also use this type of language as a reference to empires and countries crumbling and collapsing. The world as we know it, crumbling and crashing and burning, nations coming apart at the seams, that type of thing. This language is used for that as well. And I also think that that type of thing has been on our minds, even in this nation, for a while now. And when he talks about this coming upon us, Jesus talks about two vastly different reactions. People fainting with fear and foreboding. That is how he describes those who do not believe, who do not trust in the Lord. But for you, he says, now when these things begin to take place, Straighten up, raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Jesus tells you, you do not need to cower in fear at the headlines of the natural world or of the nations in distress. He says that you should straighten up. You should look for him, knowing that your Lord comes to set you free. When all of this stuff happens... Know that his arrival is near and that you should look forward to it eagerly. Now, when Jesus says this, he's not saying that things will go easily for Christians, but he tells us he is coming to rescue us. That is our hope. And the next part of the reading, he tells us what anchors us throughout these times. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will not pass away. The Word of God is our anchor because it will not pass away. 
It will not go anywhere. It stays put. Jesus says that his words are more solid than the ground we walk on. And so when we see these things happen, and and Jesus says that everyone will see these things happening. He says it's just like when the leaves are on the trees in the summer and everyone knows it's summer because there are leaves on the trees, so also everyone will recognize the world coming undone. And we should know that the kingdom of God draws near. He is ready to replace the very things that are crumbling. Jesus says so. His word is more secure than the world around us. After telling us where to find security, he goes on to talk about dangers. But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life, and that day come upon you suddenly like a trap. For it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Once again, as we talked at the beginning, if you know your destination, you don't take off for other destinations, you will end up somewhere else. Likewise, for those called to stand before the Son of Man, do not get drawn away into other things that take you away from Him. Now, obviously, Jesus is not saying here that that we can't have a life, that we can't have families or jobs or friends or neighbors. Obviously, we can serve faithfully in all of those parts of life, in all of those different vocations, but we must serve Him faithfully in those vocations. And if those things try and attempt to draw us away from Him, if they try and elevate themselves above our duties to Him, then we are to get the order straight. Pastor Walter talked about this last week when he said that the gifts and the blessings that we have in this life, they are foretastes of what God brings to us in the new age. They are hints. They are samples of what is to come. Jesus says that the true riches are what he is coming to bring us. And so we are to be faithful with the little. This is how he refers to it. The little that he gives us now, with our families, our jobs, our money, all the other blessings. But we know that he comes and brings us far better things upon his return. So to do these, to watch ourselves as we do these things, obviously this is a lifelong task. It means constant vigilance. It means an awareness throughout the entirety of our lives. And so Jesus says, stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Yes, this is a large task, but Jesus says, God wants you to make it. Jesus tells you to ask for help, to pray that you would have strength to escape these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. This is a prayer that he wants to answer. And so as the season of Advent begins, you know that we circle back and we talk about Jesus' first coming in the flesh. You know that that life that he began there in Bethlehem, that is a life headed toward Holy Week. It is headed toward Jerusalem. It is headed toward the time when Jesus will say from the cross, it is finished. It is completed. What he came here to do the first time, the task, that the goal that he came to do, he accomplished 
on the cross. And as he rises three days later, he sets about his next, next task. He sets about arranging the world to come and to prepare us for that. So we know that he sends out his disciples to make, out, make disciples of all nations so that you and I would come to him, that we would be drawn to him, that we would see the accomplishment that he has accomplished for us on the cross, and that through that we would be ready for his return, and we would be waiting for him, sins forgiven, eyes looking toward his coming. Now is that time. Yes, the world is full of nonsense. Yes, it is full of triviality. It is full of drunkenness. It is full of despair. Yes, the world is a dangerous place. It is full of fearful violence. It's full of injustice and any manner of other messed up things. And if you were to look only at the headlines and think that that is the whole truth, then fear and foreboding would probably be a correct attitude. But you know more than that. You know that that is not the whole truth. You know that you have a loving Heavenly Father. You know that Christ returns to bring the new world. So you are to straighten up with excitement and know that your freedom, your redemption from all of this is drawing near. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen.